Hey, good Monday morning to you. January 22nd, 2024. It's Monday. Today is Better Business Communications Day. We'll be talking about that. This is the Tautoa Podcast. Tautoa Podcast designed for those in the uh, transportation industry or those wishing to become part of the transportation industry. We're going to be uh, sharing information. We we get together. We, we try to get together daily, Monday through Friday. Talk about things pertaining to the transportation industry. Uh, specifically for freight brokers, freight broker agents, truck drivers, trucking companies, dispatchers, uh, the commercial transportation, ground transportation is pretty much what we focus on, minus railroad. Although sometimes we we will talk R and R, not rock and roll, but railroad. Anyway, how you doing on this Monday morning? Have a good weekend. Miss me Friday? I missed you. I. Uh, I'll just be honest with you. I had a a medical thing I had to do Friday. All that went well. Got a clean bill of health, and here we are Monday morning. All right, like I said, it's Monday, January 22nd. Man, this year is already flying by. Can you believe this? What, another week, and we're in uh, February? No, a week and two days? Holy cow. Seems like... (sighs) Yesterday, uh, it doesn't matter what yesterday seems like. It just seems to be blowing by quickly. However, I am ready for warm weather. And here in my part of the world, supposed to be changing this week. Right now, as we record this podcast, and we're doing this podcast Monday morning, it's 5.28 a.m. Our time, which is Central as we are producing this, recording it, and it's snowing. The temperature's 30. We're in the uh, middle of a supposed-to-be ice storm that's going to, I guess, affect us for several hours. We're supposed to be above freezing by 11 a.m. High today. supposed to be 38. My wife, she just left... To go to work, she's supposed to be checking in with me when she gets there. So far, it doesn't appear that there is ice on the road, but there will be. It's been cold. Not going to take long for that ice to uh, accumulate. Anyway, neither here nor there. If you heard me, I was getting a drink of coffee. But by uh, Tuesday of next week, it's going to be 60. Tomorrow's supposed to be 47, 53 Wednesday, and the 50s Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So we're going to get a warming spell. Maybe maybe take the bike out. Maybe. Maybe. Last time I took it out just for a ride down the road, wasn't too cold, but somehow it really got my throat. Kind of got a chest cold from it. But, you know, price you pay. <laughs> All right. Uh, business, uh, freight broker training manual, truck dispatcher training manual. You'll find that on our website. The uh, freight broker training manual is the same manual we provide to our clients, our freight broker agent, freight broker clients that are in training or consulting. Matter of fact, if you're looking to become a freight broker, freight broker agent, we have packages designed just for you. You can find those on taltoa.com, T-A-L-T-O-A.com. Truck Dispatcher Training Manual, we are putting together, and I know we've been saying this forever, but 
there's a lot to go over. There's a lot to uh, to uh, record and put video down for the truck dispatcher training. But you can get the manual. It's the truck dispatcher training manual. Now, when I say truck dispatcher training manual, I'm talking about independent truck dispatchers. If you're wanting to start your own truck dispatcher training business, this manual's for you, bottom line. Matter of fact, all of our clients that are wanting to start a freight brokerage, we're recommending, hey, start a truck dispatcher business as well. The thing is, when you're doing freight brokering, it may take you a few uh, weeks or months to really develop a solid income from your freight brokering. The truck dispatcher, independent truck dispatcher, you can have business. Well, you can start making money tomorrow. Realistically, you've got to you've got to have a trucking company you can work with, but you can realistically start making money tomorrow. So keep that in mind. Also, we provide website design for trucking companies. Well, anybody really, but trucking companies, freight brokers, freight broker agents. You know, freight broker agents ask me all the time, "Do I really need a website?" Well, yeah, you really do. You may be saying, "Well, why? Why?" I'm, you know, I'm an agent. I'm 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 not a broker. I'm, you are your own business. And as your own business, yeah, you need marketing. A website is marketing for you 24-7. Anyway, you can check out that information on our website. Again, Tautoa.com. Matter of fact, I think we will do uh, do one of these podcasts, and we'll focus on that marketing aspect of a freight broker, be it freight brokerage or freight broker agent. All right, January 22nd, it's Monday, Better Business Communications Day. We're going to be talking about that here in a little bit. Obviously, communication is the name of the game if you're in transportation. Come in from the code day. Come in from the code. You know, you'd be watching a spy movie. Yeah, come in from the code. Come in. (laughs) I've heard that around. But anyway, come in from the code day. Uh, I'm going to take it literally today sweatpants day every day is a good day for sweatpants hot sauce day i'm in i love my hot sauce i uh i was really loving at sriracha the the stuff that came out of california that they had a shortage of for a long time i guess they still do i don't know if they do or not but i'm starting to see it pop up but in the meantime, I found another Sriracha sauce, and this is not a paid endorsement or advertisement, advertisement, if you will. But, uh, yeah, Tabasco. Tabasco makes a Sriracha sauce, and to be honest with you, I'm liking it better than the original Sriracha. And I wasn't going to pay $16 a bottle. Just not going to happen. That was nuts, or whatever stupid price they were wanting. So I found this other, and, well, that's all I've been getting ever since. You might find it on your shelves. If you love Tabasco, all right, need I say more? All right, Southern Food Day. I am always into Southern food, but now i got to be careful. Health, you know what I mean? Yeah, I got a got a diet I got to stick to nowadays, but neither here nor there. All right, 
birthdays today. This guy's got a story. 1907. You probably never heard of him. Maybe you have. Aviator. He was born in 1907 on January 22nd. Aviator Douglas Wrongway Corrigan. (laughs) Wrongway. Yeah, there's a story behind that. He was an aviator. Uh, He was nicknamed Wrongway back in 1938 after a transcontinental flight that happened in July of 1938 from Long Beach, California to New York City. He then flew from Floyd Bennett Field in Brooklyn. He was supposed to be going back to California, but instead, oops, ended up in Ireland. (laughs) So, hence the term, wrong way. Who else? Bill Bixby. My favorite Martian Hulk. Oh, what was that other show he was in in the 60s? Uh, Courtship of Eddie's Father. Remember that? I barely do. 1934, Galloping Gourmet. Graham Kerr was born. Journey. We don't talk a lot about singers and such when we're talking about birthdays, but uh, Steve Perry. Can you believe it? He's 75 today. Steve Perry is... That just is like, how can that be? My first rock concert was in 1979, and it was Journey. And yes, it was Steve Perry, and it was outstanding. It was in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I had a great time. The Exorcist, actress Linda Blair. Uh, she was born on the state back in 59. And diners, drive-ins, and dives, guy, Ferrari. I always call him Ferrari. Fieri, whatever his name is, 68. He was born on the state back in 1968. He's 56 today. All right. Ah, here's, let's get over here to the news. This is kind of uh, Macy's. I was going to say, this is kind of uh, not good news. Well, anytime you got layoffs or things like that, we got a couple of companies laying off. But the second one, it eh, you can see that coming from a mile away. But Macy's planning to lay off 13% of its corporate staff in a bid to trim costs, redirect spending toward improving customer shopping experience. That's 13% of their corporate staff is around 2,300 people. Can you believe that? It's a lot of people. And I don't know where their home office is. Isn't it New York City? I think that's a lot of people. And man. Had a buddy living up in New York City. Now it's been thirty years ago, maybe forty. He got on a film crew here. Uh, they they filmed Biloxi Blues here in uh, well, whenever it was. And the film crew, he got hired on as part of the film crew, and they liked him so much they took him to New York City. And back in the uh, forty years ago, I bet that film's forty years old. Yeah, he got back, and we were talking. He goes, man, I just couldn't afford it. Had a little one-bedroom, barely just one-room apartment. And the rent was ridiculous. Couldn't make it on 100000 a year. Crazy, huh? I don't know if that's just him telling me stories or if that's true, but I don't know how some people make it. I see those shows on YouTube, and you know, I see stuff on TV occasionally. 
talking about the high, you know, $4,000 rent. Uh, there's this guy on YouTube. He's got a restaurant, $20,000 in rent per month. How do you make that? You know, we were driving around yesterday. We went to church. And after church, went out. you know, we went out to eat. And I'm seeing these businesses around. How do they... How do they make enough money to pay their overhead? I mean, if I started some of these businesses, or, you know, I well, I would never even think about starting that kind of a business. What kind of business am I talking about? Let me, I, I, well, I can't even think of anything that comes to mind. But you remember back in the day, Saturday Night Live, they had the Scotch Tape store. That's all it sold was Scotch Tape. At the time, that was funny. Why would anybody open a Scotch tape store? Well, lo and behold, may not be Scotch tape stores, but there's niche stores like that. How do they make enough money to stay in business? It just just befuddles me. I'm befuddled about the whole thing. Anyway, what was I going to talk about? Uh, Oh, yeah. Macy's. Now, there's another... Another big-time, well-known business that informed all of their staffers on Friday that their positions were all being eliminated. Gone. No more. See ya. Bye. You've probably already heard Sports Illustrated. Can you believe that? doesn't say they're shutting down, but it was sounds like they are. If they're letting everybody go, just say goodbye to Sports Illustrated. How can that be? And what about National Geographic? I was, uh, years ago, I still do, just not like I did years ago. I, I loved wildlife photography. And if if you love photography, especially any type of wildlife yeah, you, you wanted to be in National Geographic. If you could get a picture in National Geographic, you had arrived. I never did. But still, that, that I think any wildlife photographer would like to have their images in National Geographic. Well, same thing happening to them. Uh, they, they, they used to have a staff of wildlife photographers. They don't anymore. I think they're pretty much all contracted now. All right, we saw this coming. Ford is cutting production of its electric pickup, the F-150 Lightning. They're cutting it because there's a weaker-than-expected demand. What did they think? i tell you what they thought. They thought they'd get all these handouts from the government. Why not? They're going to give us umpteen millions of dollars, which you know had to happen, to help develop this technology. Well, the CEO, you heard about this, the CEO took the F-150 Lightning out on a test run. I mean, when I say test run, he, he took it around. You know, he, he, made a, he had a road trip. And when he got back, he said, there, there's problems. There's problems. Can't charge the thing up. What's good? What's the good of having a vehicle? 
we can't charge it up. But we got Washington up here trying to push it down our throat. It's just amazing. It amazes me the stupidity of some of these politicians. They don't use their common sense. They use what people tell them to do that will vote for them. If that makes sense. You know, they're they're just buying votes. A new study says that sleep consistency is more important than the actual amount of sleep you get each night. In other words, being consistent with your sleep is more important than the amount. Man, I woke up yesterday morning, and I was just tired. I mean, flat out, let me go back to bed. And it took me a couple hours to uh, wake up, but man, it is what it is. All right, what else we got going? All right, because the communications day, let's talk about that. If you're afraid to, if you're in the transportation industry, period, if you are in the transportation industry, period, doesn't matter, freight broker, freight broker agent, dispatcher, trucking company, trucking company, dispatcher, it doesn't matter, truck driver. Communications is the name of the game. And isn't it amazing? It it always amazes me how true communications company like AT&T. Let's use AT&T. I've had their service before. Well, I had, uh, what was that? Uh, Oh, AT&T bought them out. I forget who they were now. I was with another company before AT&T. They bought that company out. I can see the, uh, I can see their logo, but I can't see the name. But anyway, I was with them forever and a day. And I've been with AT&T since they bought them out. And I'll bet that was 20 years ago. But uh, to be a communications company, I know the importance of communications. Communications is their business. Yeah, pick up the phone and call customer service. Good luck. (laughs) Good luck. Good luck. You know what I mean? You are... Who did I call the other day? I had to call somebody the other day for customer service on something. Three minutes. I was just going through the prompts. Three whole minutes. You know what I'm talking about. You've gone through this. It's nuts. What's wrong with these companies? Makes no sense to me. But communications, name of the game, drivers, dispatchers, brokers, it doesn't matter. Communicate. You've got to communicate to your customers. You've got to communicate to your vendors. And, you know, you're a freight broker. You, as a freight broker, are a vendor to your customer and a trucking company. I don't care how, how much you dislike hearing this. You are a vendor to a freight broker. The freight broker is paying you for a service that they expect you to do. You're getting paid to do a service. A freight broker expects you to provide customer service to them so they can provide customer service to their customer. Drivers aren't going to like this. I had a buddy of mine taught how to drive a truck. I think I talked about him in the past. His name's Bob. Taught him how to drive a truck eons ago. And then he came in the office one day and said, Hey, Mike, I'm, I'm ready to get out of the truck. I want you to teach me now how to be a freight broker. Then he sat down and he said, listen, 
I am not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie to these drivers. I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a driver's freight broker. I'm gonna take care of my drivers. I go, Bob, that's what you're supposed to do. You should take care of your drivers. And he was just because he had had such bad experience in the past with bad freight brokers. And oh, they're out there. They will lie to you. And for the life of me, I have no clue, no clue whatsoever why a broker would lie about a load or anything to a driver or a dispatcher, period. And the reason I have no clue why they would lie or do anything like that is simply because, well, Within 48 to 72 hours, that lie will manifest itself, and somebody's going to be calling, and they're not going to be happy. What do they lie about most? Lumpers? No, no, it's no touch. But anyway, back to Bob. I said, Bob, you need to to be the broker you need to be. He goes, I'm going to work with my drivers. I'm going to do this, going to do that. You know, drivers, I know how it is, blah, blah, blah. And in the back of my head, I thought, it's just a matter of time before he starts seeing how some of these drivers, not all of them, but many of them are, when it comes to providing customer service to a broker. So I'm sitting, ah, maybe a month later, two months, whatever, down the road, sitting in my office, and all of a sudden I hear Bob's voice get loud, and I hear the phone smash down on the desk. I knew he was ticked off. <laughs> he walks into my office. He goes, Mike, you remember what I said? I'm going to be a broker's dispatcher. I said, yeah. Or a, tr- a driver's dispatcher, a, di- a driver's broker, in other words. He's going to, you know, really be a broker that takes care of the drivers and trucking companies. I go, yeah, I remember you telling me that. He goes, forget it. All bets are off. I can't believe some of these guys are just this off the wall, don't get it, no customer service, I don't provide any information, they think they're doing you a fa- it's just the same old story, if you're a broker, you know exactly what's going on, now if you're a driver, I'm probably stepping on your toes, I'm sorry, and it may not be you, it may not be you, but believe me, there are drivers out there that couldn't find their way out of a brown paper bag with a compass, a GPS, and somebody on the phone telling them how to get out of that brown paper bag. There, I, you know this. If you're a driver, you know this. And if you're a driver that thinks, I'm really picking on you, you're probably one of those drivers that going to drive their way out of a paper bag if your life depended on it. We call them steering wheel holders. Anyway, I'm not picking on drivers. You know, I can say the same thing about freight brokers. I mean, there are terrible freight brokers out there. I'll get into some of my freight broker stories later. Uh, matter of fact, we got a new uh, thing going to be coming up on YouTube, our YouTube channel. If you haven't checked out our YouTube channel, uh, if you know anything about us, we've been around. It's FBTV, Freight Broker TV. We've had a YouTube channel. Matter of fact, the podcast here started out as FBTV Podcast. We're trying to we're, we're migrating everything over into Taltoa, putting it all under one roof. But anyway, the Taltoa, the Taltoa YouTube channel is up. We're adding content. Matter of fact, uh, 
our podcast. You can, if if you're listening to us on your favorite podcasting app, that's great. We appreciate that. Be sure to give us a good rating. Say something nice about us. That helps our podcast grow. And same thing with the YouTube channel. All right. We'd appreciate that. But the uh, new feature we're adding to our YouTube channel is a broker. It's called Broker De- Debrief. Broker Debrief. And what we're going to be doing with that, we're going to be talking about things that really pertain that, well, things that has actually happened to a broker, how the broker got out of the situation or worked their way through it to get to the other side. Broker debrief. Anyway, that's going to be showing up. Hopefully we'll get one up this week. All right, let's wrap this thing up. But communication, yeah, communication, name of the game. you got to communicate. Drivers need to communicate to their dispatchers. Trucking companies, dispatchers need to communicate to brokers. Brokers got to communicate to their customers. And and, and it works both ways, you know. Uh, that, that communication is a back-and-forth deal. If you communicate, when there's good communication, you're going to find there's less problems with loads because people communicated. And I'll tell you this, uh, trucking companies, Dispatchers, drivers, owner-operators. If you're dealing with a freight broker that can't tell you information about the load, there's a problem. That freight broker, 99.9% of the time, knows what's going on with the load. If they ask, you know, if you've asked them, hey, is this the driver unload? And they say, I, I, I don't know, they're they're probably not telling you the truth you know because what they want to try to do is get that load on your truck because once it's on your truck then they'll deal with the next problem after it's on the truck in other words they've got the load picked up it's on the way but the broker knows what's going on with the load you know i've I've had countless number of trucking companies or dispatchers say yeah the driver or or the broker told me he didn't know this or he didn't know that sometimes there may be some cases where the broker does not know an answer to the question about the load or does not have an answer to the question about a specific load. But he should be able to put you on hold, call the their customer, and find out immediately. It should not be a big thing. But if they're constantly putting you off, putting you off, putting you off, eh, you may want to walk away from that load. All right, today in history, we'll wrap this thing up. Today in history, January 22nd, 1930, the U.S. all-time low temperature of 85 below zero is set at Mount Carroll, Illinois. 1947, the first commercial TV station west of the Mississippi goes on the air in Hollywood. Hollywood. 1940. You know, that wasn't that long ago. Look how much the world has changed since 1947. I, I kind of, you know, I, I was a child of the 60s, teenage years, my seven, in the 70s. And just in that little amount of time, wow. I can remember when there was no microwave ovens. I remember when all you had was a rotary dial phone. I remember my grandmother's phone was a party line. <laughs> I remember I had... Uh, relatives in Oklahoma that lived up in the hills that still had an outhouse. 
Not job, Johnny. I'm talking real thing. Outhouse. 1968. This date back in uh, 1968, Rowan and Martin's Laugh-In premiered on NBC TV. Remember that? Go Dion, Ruth Buzzy, Lily Tomlin. And in 2010, Conan O'Brien hosted his last Tonight Show episode. Boy, what a lot of drama that was. That was uh, when Jay Leno left. Conan took over what seems like for a day. And then they said, no, you got to go. We're, we're going to, we're going to bring uh, Jay back or however that worked out. Yeah. It, it kind of sucked to be Conan O'Brien back then, didn't it? Anyway, wait well, is, and I don't, I know he's got podcast. Is he on TV anywhere anymore? I don't know either. All right. Tomorrow, we didn't get to it today, but tomorrow we're going to be talking about how much money are freight brokers really making on loads. Got this article off the, uh, who was it? Transport management? I don't remember. We'll talk about it tomorrow. But usually those trucker magazines are totally anti-broker, just like OIDA, even though there are times I agree with OIDA. More times than not, it's 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 like whenever Oida's wanting to do a membership drive. Now, I'm saying this is true, but it seems like it seems like they they start pointing their fingers at brokers. This is the reason of all your problems, and well, they should be teaching you how to get loads. I've even seen Oida, and I'm not knocking them. Don't misunderstand me, but I, I think Oida, if they want to do something for their their uh, people their membership teach your owner operators that have their own authority give them the opportunity to learn how to get their own loads not from a broker but set up their own customers matter of fact if you're a freight broker or a trucking company rather we've had a lot of clients that were trucking companies come to us for the freight brokering to learn how to freight brokers so they can learn how to get their own loads get their own customers put on their own trucks and while they were going through that training, they figured, hey, look here, this is an additional stream of revenue. Loads we don't want, we can broker to other trucking companies. Yes, that's true. That's why you see all the big boys not only have a trucking company, but they have a brokerage as well. Anyway, we'll get into that. We're going to be talking about more of that tomorrow. All right. So in the meantime, go have a good Monday, depending on where you are. Be careful. A lot of ice out there today. Wintertime, snow, ice. Now, you know, when it comes to trucking, two seasons, construction and winter. <laughs> right, go have a good Monday, unless, of course, you've made other plans. We will talk again tomorrow. Hey, how you doing? I'm Mike. I'm the host for the Tautoa podcast and the lead consultant for Tautoa. Tautoa is a transportation and logistics training and consulting firm, and we work with freight brokers, freight broker agents, independent truck dispatchers, all types of trucking companies, you name it, we're there. It's transportation, right? If you're a new startup brokerage or maybe an agent, 
Maybe you're thinking about starting your own freight brokerage or becoming a freight broker agent or independent truck dispatcher. Well, I hope you'll take a few minutes to visit our website at taltoa.com. That's T-A-L-T-O-A dot com. We have multiple training options that include consulting that will fit any budget and pretty much any need you may have. As a matter of fact, your first training session is on us. It's free. And it's available on our website. Again, Taltoa, T-A-L-T-O-A dot com. Now, if you have any questions, feel free to call me. 479-668-0838. 